Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining me. And before we get to our fantastic episode with the hosts of Introducing the First Appearance Podcast, I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. High Note Humor presents Sam Morell. This is going to be September 18th at 8 o'clock at the Tap Room Bar and Grill in Haddonfield, New Jersey. That's 427 West Crystal Lake Avenue, Haddonfield, New Jersey. Tickets are just $20. You get to see Sam Morell, who's been on Gotham Comedy Live, The Artie Lang Show, Adam Devine's House Party, Conan, and Inside Amy Schumer. Along with that, you get Anthony DeVito, Matt Haggerty, Brian Isley, and your host, Neil Carroll. All great friends of the show. So please support this show. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's only $20 and you can buy your tickets online in the description to this very podcast. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Please click the link below and shop as normal to support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Who's ready for a podcast? <laughs> well, Smattering is generous. A lot of people were eating burritos, but I guess we can forgive that. <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Adventureland in the world's strangest mall, the Voorhees Town Center, located at 2120 Voorhees Town Center, Voorhees Township, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I am joined by the Robin to my Batman, Jason Todd version. Will Liam, how you doing, Will? I'm all right. This is the most accurate one, I think, that you've done. Yeah. I would leave you to get killed by the Joker. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> Glad you're doing well. More of a Tim Drake fan. I, I totally yeah. agree with that. Just wanted that out there. I could. Our guests this week are the hosts of the Introducing the First Appearance Podcast. Give it up. <laughs> I decided to just do you as a group and then let you guys do personal introductions yourselves. If you want sure. I'm uh, I'm Mark Henley. I play the the role of the super fan on the show. I'm the one that well the podcast is we we talk about the first appearances of comic book characters and we analyze them and find out what they're like. And I play the role of the uh, the super fan that kind of likes everything and and is real into it. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Rob Rob Avon. Thank you. Um, uh, I I guess I play the role of the guy who only likes the good stuff and not nice. not the shitty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the difficult one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've already broken I, our no swearing rule. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, um, it's also the wild card. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, tell. That's, I guess my new position. <laughs> this is uh, the former wild card, Jack Steiger. Yeah, he looks more wild cardy. <laughs> yeah, I. He lacks sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> my my name is Jack Steiger, and uh, I before I started participating this in this uh, in our podcast, I had only really read like three comics. <laughs> and like they were like Watchmen, Logic Comics, and like Calvin and Hobbes. All right. <laughs> and you know uh, what? Those may be the holy trinity of comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, I'd also read like some Godzilla comics as a kid, but uh, 
Yeah. Comics or mangas? So I'm kind of like... No, they had comics. Okay. I'd kind of the... Uh, I'm kind of the, like, outsider. Not really a comic <laughs> fan. Like I, yeah. Held against my will and forced to read comics. <laughs> no, I've actually come every to, every day before we do the show, we uh, go to his house and put him in a burlap sack. <laughs> we hit him with soap a little bit, and then uh, we, we make give him, him the, the uh, Clockwork Orange eye thing. Yeah. Yeah. as he reads the comic, yeah, we're like, yeah, "Don't yeah, blink." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he hand him Power Girl One. <laughs> I've actually come to like I've I've been exposed to some writers that I actually really like through this podcast. Like uh, so. I have that. That's it, it has worked for me. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying I'm, it. Yeah, the brainwashing is taking effect. <laughs> I like that Mark clearly set himself out as being in charge because in his introduction he also took care of the business of what yeah. the podcast was. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, what yeah. what made you want to do a podcast on the first appearance of characters? Because I noticed that old comics are terrible. <laughs> all comics are fun, and um, not all comics, but most comics I, I like a lot. Um, the, the thing I want to do about it is I uh, I recently got into like real podcasts that are like really looking at things really in depth. Like I got into a, a podcast called Attitude Era Podcast, where they watch nineties. Yeah, they Big watch nineties wrestling pay per views, and they talk about every single match on the card. Mm-hmm. So um, you'll watch the show. Uh, you listen to the podcast and they talk about the first match. They talk about the commercials they do during it, mm-hmm. and I thought that'd be real fun to do with comics because the comic book podcast you've got like Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith, yeah, and I don't know, I don't know. Not, there's not the too many other ones that are like really that satisfying, you know? Yeah. So um, I thought it'd be fun to do, and I uh, part of it also came from when I was in college. I decided I was going to read all of Batman at one point. Okay. I'm going to read. I was like, I'm going to read all of Batman. I'm going to start at Detective Comics. I'm going to read all of Detective Comics. And I'm going to know. Everything happened in Batman from in order, and I read mm. the first twelve issues of Detective Comics. Batman doesn't debut till Detective Comics twenty seven. Yeah, <laughs> so I read twelve issues of him not in there, and there were like these seventy six page um, uh, anthology books of terrible detective stories. Yep, that are also <laughs> super racist against the Chinese. Yes, and I was just I I I hated it, but like there's something that was kind of fun though about like going back and, and reading things and trying to piece together the. See how things become uh, something else. I find that a lot of like now that the the movies are so big, there are so many people who are like, "Oh, I want to get into comics. Do you have issue one?" And I was like, "No. What are you talking about?" You of also, don't want to read issue one. You yeah. Don't also, issue read. one is awful because yeah. it's before they knew how to write comic books. <laughs> so just every bubble is just like them explaining what power they're using. Captain America one from the forties. <laughs> they don't even know how to size panels, so you know one to look at next. There's like arrows, and sometimes you have to guess, and a lot of times I'd guess wrong. Like they're they're real bad. The lettering is also real tough to read. You wouldn't think that'd be like a big deal because you know who cares about lettering, but like it, it's like they all have bad. It's like real bad in there. It's like real weird handwriting. Yeah. Because I we I was reading a uh, Power Girl number one, and every panel is something like someone in a car listening to the radio, and Power Girl <laughs> running behind them going. They don't know that I have supersonic hearing and I can actually hear what they're saying. Like, oh, you can't do that through illustration. You yeah. have to actually say those words as you're running. Little noise, little noise drawings next to her ear. Little squiggles. <laughs> yeah, you know, noise drawings. <laughs> you, know. you know what listening sound yeah. looks like. That's what we uh, we sort of find is that a lot of the first appearances of these characters aren't very good. Yes, especially like, especially like characters that. They turn into really like great characters later on. Their introductions are usually pretty terrible. And a lot of those comics are often the comics that are worth the most money. Yes, like the yeah. most. I think the most expensive comic in the world is 
Nick Cage's um, old issue of Action Comics number one. Nick Cage owned uh, Nick Cage owned the first appearance of Superman. It got stolen from his house, <laughs> and he collected insurance money on it, so he can't get it back once they found it. Mm-hmm. So and that's just in the world now. Who who gets it if they? Does he, does I don't know. Someone just has it, and it just costs like over a million dollars. This a, is a good movie plot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I looked up the top ten most expensive comics recently, and I know that Detective Comics one was one of them with mm. their insanely racist cover. Yeah. Of just like the Looney Tunes uh, Asian man. <laughs> uh, For those that don't know, the the, the cover of Detective Comics twenty one, uh, Detective Comics number one, is just like the most racist strong you could ever make of a of a Chinese guy. Yes, and that's it. Just that. <laughs> that that's all it is. It's just there's Chinese no propaganda. there's yeah. no detectives Anti-China. on it. There's no <laughs> yeah. there's no detectives on it. There's no clues. There's not a magnifying glass. It's just Nothing. <laughs> none of those things. It just basically says, we will be investigating the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just that picture and then get them. Like, oh, that's not good. I also, I saw uh, the, the first appearance of the Green Lantern was on that list. And apparently the Green Lantern used to be a guy in a green cl- cloak with an orange t-shirt. And like one of those terrible, just like bandit masks. The Alan Scott one? I, I believe, yeah. The, the Alan Scott one, uh, his, his weakness is wood. What is like? Uh, He's a Mega Man villain. Yeah, he, like it's kind of like you ever see Freddy got fingered. Mm-hmm. You know how there's X-ray cat and his only power is he can see through wooden doors. Yeah, Alan Scott's only weakness is that his ring can make anything, but it can't go through wood. So like every issue that I've read, every story I've read with that guy, there's always like a part where he's like about to beat the villain and someone hits him with a stick of wood, like a two by four <laughs> in the back of the head, and he just oh, some bamboo. They tie him up and then he escapes. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds great. Yeah. So it, what uh, characters are you guys going to be doing soon? Um, that was a greatly phrased question by me, by the way. In September, we're going to be doing an X-Men month where we're okay. going to do uh, X-Men issues one through four uh, each week. Okay. Because each one of them has like a first appearance in it. So we're going to do like the first appearance of the X-Men, which is like Cyclops, Iceman, Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that, that one we've already recorded. And that one's interesting because um, it's like they're real creepy in that. <laughs> Like they're all training, and then at one part, a uh, the professor goes, "Everyone, stop training!" A pretty girl is pulled up in a car. Oh my this goodness! Is like, this is a grown man talking about a seventy-year-old girl, <laughs> and he's like, "Boy, stop it! A hot girl has showed up." There's a lady. Come. And then they all they all like look 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 through the window at her, and they're like all like peering at her, being like, "She's so hot!" And except Iceman, who goes, uh, who says something along the lines of like, "She's not that." Hot. He's like, "Guy, like, you guys I'll are dolls. Take, yeah. take it easy. Yeah, boys. He's playing it cool. Boy, he's he's playing it take cool. it easy. Which Come is, on, guys. Which is fun because in, rec- <laughs> in recent comics, they made that character gay, and it's almost like you can look back at X Men number one and be like, "Oh, well, it's I guess there's evidence for that." that I'm, sure there's no, I'm sure it's not foreshadowing, yeah. but <laughs> no, I'm sure yeah. it was supposed to be some sort of thing like Iceman doesn't like hot things. There's also a part where nice. I think <laughs> Professor. That- that, yeah, right? I don't, I don't agree with it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I will not. I, I don't think I it was that well written. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. The it beat... Just, it's a clever th- retro, retcon, but... <laughs> the beast in that comic also acts just like the thing. Like, he okay. wasn't, like, smart yet. No. And there's a part where... Um, where Professor X is giving a speech, and then the beast just goes and tries to kiss Jean Grey. Like, like and it's like one of those from yeah. the Muppets. Like like if like, it, <laughs> like if like everyone was drunk and the guy like all of a sudden is like I'm gonna kiss her. Like Pretty he does that. Lady. And it's like it's like kind of it's like totally kind of scary <laughs> when you read it. 
Yeah, it and really was sexual yet, assault. He's not blue yet. Monkey yeah. man. Just uh, yeah, he's just got big hands and feet. <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. Superpower. <laughs> still a freak. He's still a freak. But. Still a weirdo. Yeah, he'd still be shunned, but uh, yeah. not for the hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do. The f- only the first introduction, or are you gonna? Because they reintroduce people over time. So I have a prop where, like, I read a couple comics, and people are always like, "Did you hear this happen?" I'm like, "I bet it did." I, I have no doubt that whatever you just said happened in a comic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're mostly sticking to this the first appearances, but we're uh, we're gonna try to do things. Where we're gonna try to mark the evolution of Batman by looking at other first appearances. Like mm-hmm. we did the first appearance of Batman as our first episode, and then we also did the first appearance of Joe Chill. Who's the guy that kills his parents? Right. So in the first issue of Batman, like he's not a uh, he's not a guy with dead parents that goes out for revenge. He's just like a bored millionaire. It was 1940s million dollars was a lot was enough to yeah we have one buy, million dollars to buy planes and cars and stuff. <laughs> and then we we read the the Joe Chill one where uh, his parents get killed and they give him like the the meaningful origin and stuff. <laughs> he's more than just rich. He's yeah. got baggage. He's also sad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in the do they explain the bats in the like introduction? Uh, it's a very hackneyed way of doing it. Like the bat flies in while he's thinking about I need a symbol. It, the next thing I see, yeah, that's basically I think it yeah, was almost exactly like we, that. We joke about that where he's like, he's like, I need to become a symbol, and then a bat happens to fly through the window, and we're joking about the podcast like, what if like. Platypus. A bird flew in. And he's like, like a goose. I'm a, I'm the goose. I'm the goose man. The mother goose. Gooseman. I'll become a goose. Mother goose. You just got goose. Or even funnier, if nothing Ooh. flew in, I need to be a symbol, and just nothing happens. He's like, ah, I'll be nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess he fades I'll just away. Enjoy my That's a great decision that Bruce Wayne could have made. I guess it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, just, I'll have a fulfilling life. That's a now, you guys are also stand-up comedians. Yeah. What? So how long have you guys been doing stand-up? I've been doing it for two years. Jack? Oh, I, I've kind of been doing it. Like, the first time I did it was like four years ago, but within those four years, I've taken three year-long gaps. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so, like, my stage time, I feel like, is less than... It's like, I don't know. I'd li- I'll safely say, like, two years, like, I guess, because mm-hmm. like, when I really, I don't know... But four yeah. years ago was the first time I did it. But. Yeah, I get you because I'm on ten. But for the first like three years, I performed maybe six times. Yeah, I, know. So. I, don't, I don't like to consider that like actually like you know because yeah. like if you say like oh I've been doing this for you know five years, people just think you're you know a pro. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like they think like why aren't you better than? Yeah. <laughs> no. um, I've been doing it for just about a year, maybe just under a year now. Well, you should come to our open mic in Haddonfield. Yeah, I was there like a couple of weeks ago. You were? What? Yeah, yeah. Was that the one I wasn't at? Because uh, I was, I wasn't there a while ago. Uh, it might have been. Know. That makes sense. Potential. All right, then I'll stop giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that was a good mic, though. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always appreciate you guys coming in. Thank uh, you. So you answered the one question we always ask. I'll ask you the other one. How would you describe your comedy style? Um. <laughs> I don't know. Hardest question in the world. <laughs> Lately, I've been uh, I've been real into the idea of because I kind of want to learn how to kill without telling any jokes. I, I, I oh, that's this, a weird decision. I have yeah. this like, I this like fancy where I just want to get up on stage and just yell, "How you doing tonight?" Until <laughs> and just pull that out for five minutes and see if I can make it funny. 
<laughs> aggressive anti-comedy. Yeah. That, that's kind of like saying, I want to be a magician, but I don't want to do tricks. Not doing any tricks. I just want to be magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I guess I, I just, just try to wear a top hat and gloves. Yeah, just, I want the bunny to appear the somehow. I, just through powers. I don't. I do jokes. I kind of just try to like talk about like things that happen. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like my plan. I'm gonna have the rabbit on the table, and they'll be like, "Yeah, he put it there." But where did it come from before that? Real meta magic. <laughs> I just yell at them. This is magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is magic. Explain it. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> it would make a child's birthday party a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I put a woman in a box and I'm, like, I'm going to cut her in half. I just yelled at that. I'm man. really from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know me. <laughs> I'd really rather not be here. <laughs> Is he saying that or the woman? The woman. <laughs> Because that would be concerning the guy with this. I don't want to be here. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be like this. I could have been a senator. <laughs> Another fantastic idea that we're giving away here. The magician that's just hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wing it. Yeah. Like he just fell into being a magician. Yeah. Uh, like the other things didn't pan out. <laughs> How does that happen? Can we do a sketch oh, show for it. comedians? Because that happens a lot. In com- I'm just going to go up and wing it. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see a magician try it. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing planned. We'll see what happens. Yeah. See what comes just out of these sleeves. Your- yeah. yeah. And the sleeve I've got, just a bunch of lint. <laughs> uh, pick a card. Uh, I guess keep Was it now. This- <laughs> <laughs> Was this a card? <laughs> Don't let me see it. You know what? Let me see it. Five of diamonds. Interesting. Sometimes Let's when I'm see drunk, what happens when I shuffle. Sometimes when I'm drunk, I'll try to I'll try to convince people that I can do card tricks and try to see how long it is until they realize I can't. No, just keep going. I'm like, pick a card now, put it in the middle. I'm gonna shuffle, shuffle it now. You shuffle. All right. Now throw it in the trash. <laughs> Open up that new deck. I made a prediction. <laughs> In this envelope, you will find directions. Drive there. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest trick ever. So, Jack, what's your style? Uh, I'm a I'm a hack. <laughs> nice. That's a good road to do. I'm a hard wheeling hack. That's a great choice. Just just, just meaningless impressions. Uh, a lot of pandering. Yeah. yeah. If only we had been so smart. I, I, yeah. In all sincerity, it's a great road to take. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I generally just try to talk about what's going on in my life. Like, you know, I used to talk a lot about, like, just getting drunk and doing drugs because that was, was yeah. kind of what <laughs> I was part of your life for. Well, not yeah. too much, but it was, like, the most interesting aspect of me. And, and then I kind of, like, kind of fell away from that. And then I just, like, became really, really anxious. And, like, I just kind of talk about being anxious. Like, <laughs> As if I was getting some sort of withdrawal. <laughs> it's extremely personal. Is that it? I don't know. Style. Yeah, Mar- I don't know. I, I, it's hard Overly to say. personal. Really, you think? Overly? <laughs> I don't share, like, a, like uh, I'm not, well, this is a clean podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, but, um, I don't know, like. All right, now you're covering your mouth and not talking into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm that personal. It's just like he said, like, I was trying to actually reflect on what I've actually said that's that over personal. But 
Yeah, I you, just, you're now causing Dad to question everything. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a hard question. I don't like it. No, I like I, it. Well, That's I fun. totally understand that feeling because <laughs> I've done a show where I've gotten off stage and they were like, you were really funny. You don't need to be that offensive. And then just the rest of the night, I was like, what did I say that was offensive? Yeah. I made fun of a video game? Yeah. <laughs> I said sports were dumb. That could be offensive, I guess. What if you said sports are dumb and I just flipped the table? <laughs> I'm like, they're not. They're my life. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> How about you, Rob? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's it's real hard because I've only been doing it for about a year. I yeah. would say it, mostly like grasping at straws. I feel like we're all <laughs> yeah. just remember uh, my bits. Yeah, yeah. I'll, like I'll, I feel like we're, we're all just off, trying to like I, figure I guess, it yeah, out. Yeah, wait, Jack's gonna no, describe. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> let me describe uh, you in a way that'll make you question your life. Rob does like like actually like anecdotes about his life. Like he's, he has a very good bit about his dad. Can yeah. I talk about your dad on a podcast that'll be listened to by yeah, Irish people? We talk about it. That's yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, Rob yeah. killed his dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I guess I I do a lot of anecdotes about my life and then uh, try and find the humor in it. <laughs> all right, that's a good goal. I feel, yeah, like, really I feel like we're all still so new that we're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes fine. we'll go Wait. on stage and we'll be like, you know what? Let me see if I can try. Uh, Try a prop joke Try or something. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, like you just said, you, you've been doing it for 10 years, mm. and I got extremely intimidated by that <laughs> in that moment. Well, I'll have you know that after doing this for 10 years, I will still go on stage like, hey, here's a dumb idea. Let me try being a quizzo host through the entire set. Yeah. See how this goes. That was weird. Shouldn't have done it. I like that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I will yeah. probably never do it again. So I wish I was like organic. Like I want to be like just somebody who can like just be off the cuff. And like sometimes that works. Oh, that's all lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't. That's an illusion yeah, that comedians that have created. That doesn't yeah. exist. Oh, he is real funny though, off the cuff. Just like I remember the first times we hung out, he was just like talking, and I was laughing so hard, like everything he was talking about, because he was just insisting that if he faked his resume, he'd get away with it. And he just kept going on like I I, I was I grew up in Australia I could totally fake my resume It'd be fine no one would it's know true I could be yeah. from any college I want to be from yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. but now that you've said it on a did, podcast did you grow up in Australia yeah I well I was born in America and then I moved to Australia when I was very young and I can moved. I tell you you said a, something a couple minutes ago and you sounded like the manager from Flight of the Concord uh -huh. <laughs> and I was gonna call you out on it yeah. <laughs> now, now it's I'm all glad I did I would have been <laughs> racist. No, but like I want even like none of my family's from there. I don't draw any heritage from there. Just that I lived there for like twelve years. Did, were you kidnapped? Formative years. Huh? Though. Were you kidnapped? Why were you uh, there? No, my like my. They're criminals, you know. Well, he committed a, he committed a crime in ancient England, and he had to uh -huh, go there. Yeah. 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 Were you an Irishman in the 1820s? <laughs> no, I my uh no my parents my mother got me married to my stepfather and his job made him move around so we moved to Australia. You're just being so vague still. Yeah. Right. Was he well, a marsupial poacher? Yeah. Have you eaten kangaroo? <laughs> I've eaten kangaroo. Yeah. How is it? It's it's like, a dream of mine. It's it's all right. You could get kangaroo in the states. I yeah. know, but uh, I haven't. Yeah, you know those <laughs> weird Thai markets like, yeah, yeah. and Johnny on box like, there free sometimes. frozen. Yeah. Uh, Tony it's right. It tastes like it's like imagine like just beef, but like just tougher. <laughs> oh. I feel like it's kind of like venison. Jumpier. Huh? I imagine it would be. I've never tried venison, but uh, 
It would be. It would, I imagine it would be the same. It's very. It's, it's like you know, eating a not, cow that could box you. Yeah, because they're not fat. There's not a lot of fat. In it. Its fat content is very low. It's mm-hmm. a red meat. Like it looks. Yeah. It's the texture. So like, like the appearance of, 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 of like beef, but it's just they don't. They just hopping around. They got like they got their body fat percentage is into single digits. Yeah, a lot of cardio. They're, they're, what, uh, they just got aesthetics. What's uh, what's you guys? Uh, what what's your favorite exotic meats? Ooh. Uh, I had wild boar recently. If you could eat delicious. one animal you're not supposed to eat, what animal would it be? Go. Oh, jeez. Uh, That's it. My dream is to eat a kangaroo. Existing or extinct? Or extinct? Oh, exti- oh, oh that just, just giant. Fucking... Ooh. Uh, Maybe not dinosaur. Triceratops. Yeah. I, I always said that. Liaplorodon. Liaplorodon. Liaplorodon? It's pronounced Liaplorodon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's like a... Marine reptile. Yeah, any any ancient marine reptile. reptile yeah, uh, mosasaur, an elasmosaur. I've always Not said <laughs> the uglier the animal, the more delicious it probably is. So I've always wanted to eat a blobfish because that thing is hideous. Ugh. <laughs> how did a blobfish evolve? Think about that. Like how poorly, did, well, very poorly. <laughs> no, if I have any evidence it... that there is a god, it's that all the ugliest creatures exist where no one can see them. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just like I don't care what they look yeah. like? Let's that's bury the rough drafts. Yeah, you literally just that that that's something to think about. Like they are like just disgusting just the things. Ugliest that just animals. Exist down there. They really are. Could They're you imagine horrifying. if James Cameron went down there and just found an adorable creature? Just wide eyes and loving. It's very. He found Care Bears down there. (laughs) That's not true. There is. Yeah. What is it about the the, the deep sea that makes them so grotesque? There's no light. They don't need to look pretty. They can't have fur. The lights are always on. Or the light of Jesus Christ. Like the anglerfish has like (laughs) the built-in light bulb. Yeah. They don't take care of themselves. No one can see them. I know. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if there's no God, but there's bit? like a devil. There's like a there's like there's, like there's no God, only a devil. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, that's dark. You die and just Satan's there. It's like, nah, it's just me. I don't know who you guys made up. Uh, that's horrifying. I feel very guilty about saying that. Now you can swim that. with anglerfish. <laughs> no, but uh, and a yeah. goblin shark. So we like to geek out on this podcast. <laughs> I want to talk about marine animals. Yeah. More exotic meats. <laughs> yeah. Cthulhu. I want to eat Cthulhu so like I can be like if he's real then his 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 thing will come. Yeah, I'd like to eat a total. I don't know if he's real cuz some part of me thinks Cthulhu's real. If we went back in time eat forever. If we went back in time and we ate Stalin would that stop the genocide? No, if I've learned anything from Red Alert too, it's that when you kill a dictator a worse one just they killed yeah. Hitler and Super Stalin. Mm. It's true. You've never played Red Alert 2, Command and Conquer? Nah. That documentary about time yeah, travel? They, <laughs> they go, the Allies go back in time, they kill Adolf Hitler in art school, and then the Soviets get Mecha Stalin. That's not what they call him, but that's what he is. Mecha Stalin? He's got like a cyborg face. Ah, that's interesting. So killing Kano Hitler from Mortal Kombat. Stalin somehow. <laughs> injured half his face. No, it gave him robot technology. Ah, okay. Huh. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I find your yeah. lo- logic compelling. I didn't. I didn't make the game, but <laughs> time travel is weird, isn't it, guys? Yeah, my God. It's very difficult. What were you talking about? We now? like to geek out on the show, and we do it with the segment <laughs> called "What You're Watching, What You're Reading, What You're Playing." It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. Rob, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? Ichthyosaur. Oh man, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Good, that's a good. That's a good one. I like the feels. I really find that like, I 
I really loved dinosaurs and stuff when I was they're a child. Dinosaurs, they're marine I know, reptiles. but I mean, I, that's what I said. Dinosaurs and stuff. Oh, okay. So right. I, I'm aware <laughs> of the system. Your pterosaurs. <laughs> yeah, pterosaurs were not dinosaurs, and I, I get so wound up when people describe <laughs> them as such. Like they were not. The plesiosaurs were a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Talking dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I There's like an alternate like universe. Take over podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm not this outnumbered, so I can kind of plow through. Yeah, everybody likes dinosaurs. Yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. There's an alternate world where, where our so podcast sorry. is Jack telling us about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just going, oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that would actually Are you so sure fun. they're not dinosaurs? He's a super fan. I'm just the guy that's like, beforehand, I'd only ever seen two dinosaurs. <laughs> Stegosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Uh, what are you watching, Rob? I've been re-watching a lot of John Carpenter movies. Oh, which ones? Uh, I just watched Big Trouble in Little China. And that's they the live. best one. I watch, they Live, because, in tribute to Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Um, they're just so, so damn good. I know. Big Trouble in Little China is... Ma- top five movies. Yeah, I love it, it so I mean, much. Jack Burton. Yeah. I mean, come on. Classic hero. I might not have ever seen it. Oh, my God. I've You're seen right. bits and pieces I'm of it, but out. I'm an incomplete Classic person. Kurt Russell. I, Kurt Russell is uh, a personal oh, yeah. hero of mine. Yeah. And uh, that's just such, you such get a great to movie. The Escapes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a movie. Escape from New York. Is... Oh, yeah. Well, there, it's my favorite genre. I'm... I'm trying. To, there was one other movie that did it, but it's uh, it's the the sequel remake, the L.A. Yeah, well, where it technically is the same exact movie, right, but, but also the first one happened. Yes, and yeah, everybody but Kurt Russell is aware meets. that the same things are going on, <laughs> right. and they call him stupid. Yeah, I actually Hangover, I Evil Dead, Evil Dead's one too. Yeah, that was technically a sequel. When it's just the same it's stuff. Same stuff. I felt yeah. like Dark Knight Rises was also <laughs> no. I mean, it was literally like a lot of the similar elements from the Dark Knight, and they yeah. tried to really replicate the formula in the same way, and like very poorly. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it was. Like I didn't they, like Dark Knight Rises like, at all. I I thought it was okay, but there were points like what you were saying about like them like a sequel having the same beats. Like yeah, it, it was like it wasn't necessarily the same beats. It was just very disjointed. Like they took the things from the Dark Knight, which. They thought made it sell, but it, yeah. like not the things that like actually. I don't know. I don't know why I went on this tangent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were going to tell us what you're watching. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it my turn? Did I? Inter- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm not really you named all the good ones. I'm watching. Uh, right. Kind of. I'm watching. I've been reading more. I've been trying to like watch less things. That's, that's later. But that's I've later been, in the show. Yeah, I've yeah, been. Uh, I've been watching Mad Men from time to time recently. Did I, that end yet? I believe yes. that's over, yeah. I'm still okay. in the first season. For me, it's just beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the first season, but, and like, so that's kind of what I've been watching. And, uh, like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's pretty much, it's not really a geeky thing, really. That's fine. Really cool and edgy. Yeah. Everybody's drinking and fuck. And oh! <laughs> when you swear, try not to then say another swear word out of frustration. <laughs> we'll edit it out. No. Edit it out. <laughs> Bleep it over with the name of a marine uh, reptile. Yeah. <laughs> could you guys say some so I could? <laughs> I ran out of ones. I know. <laughs> but I've been watching like everybody's. Every, it's just it, it, it just Mad Men and everybody. I spent Raymond? a lot of time on on. I was trying. Yeah, like I I I've just been watching Mad Men. Really. It's a good choice. Yeah. I was going to get into it after it ended, but I wasn't sure if it ended yet. So maybe I'll get into it as well. Yeah. 
It's okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately like, like it's like a show like like because if it was bad, I would yell at you. Breaking Bad, like I could not stop watching. That. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a, a show, show that I got into, and like I just couldn't stop. Like TV shows, I have a big problem with. Like, yeah, they give me like diabetes. Like I just sit there and I just <laughs> I just take them in relentlessly like, until they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's and uh, it's because I have substance abuse issues. I'm sure it's related somehow. <laughs> you mentioned, you mentioned, yeah, and um. But uh, Mad Men, I can kind of take or leave. I'm yeah. not sure if it's because I've grown up a bit or it's not as good of a show. I think there's a there's a bit of a problem with uh, Breaking Bad in that not a lot of people watched it like when it first came out. So no one really had that week-to-week experience with Breaking Bad. Most people binged it. And mm-hmm. after they binged it, they were like, what a great experience. I need a new thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, you already watched the greatest thing ever, yeah. so prepare to be disappointed by everything else in Every life. TV show. Have you seen The Wire? I don't know. It's that, that's it, though. Yeah. yeah. Lost was very good I, for its I first I love The Wire. I think seasons. Breaking Bad was yeah. better. I think it was more, definitely more enjoyable to watch. <laughs> there you maybe go. just because we're white. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I think that Lost was also very good up till the fourth season yeah what you should do is watch up to the fourth season switch to dexter watch three seasons of that <laughs> yeah and then watch the first season of heroes that's what you can do i would actually say the second season of heroes was also uh adequate yeah but then the you're gonna want to watch you the keep third using one words like adequate and it was all right oh man it was so <laughs> adequate <laughs> No, like uh, I mean, like I, I can't actually fully it was. Recommend I was blown second, nowhere. That's <laughs> the, the second season of Heroes was very slow, but like I, I could I could take that. It was the third season when it was too fast and too relentless. And too too furious. Happened. Yeah. How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Mark? What have you been watching? Um, I've been uh. I've been reading a lot of comics, as always. I uh, I've been reading, it's, it's watch, watching, watching, watching what you watching. Oh, we're watching, we're doing yeah, watching now. Watching, yeah. As we have been doing yeah. for the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, I was gonna come I've off been, with uh, black eyed ADD. <laughs> <laughs> now it's yeah, Jack already got scolded for this. Yes. Um, Robin Jack just finished reading Breaking Bad and Big Trouble in Little China. I uh, I've been I, I shouldn't say this because it's gonna make me sound like I have bad taste, but I've been obsessively watching Big Brother. <laughs> that is what to, that makes it sound like. 1984 is great. What do you no, <laughs> to everyone else's annoyment? My girlfriend, like, I'll, I'll try to be like, hey, I'm gonna punch some big brother. She's like, no, you're not. You, uh, we're such like, I imagine you just going into parties, like, hey guys, I'm just gonna put on some big <laughs> brother. Some big brother. It's I bought the stream. Guys, shh, guys, shh. They whisper. Turn that music down. Because <laughs> it's it's three hours a week. Yeah, and I, so like I've got to watch like all three hours. Like I do them on my lunch breaks at work because like if I watch them at home, I, my girlfriend will be like, "Turn it off. We don't, it's our time. We're not watching. <laughs> We're not watching these idiots." <laughs> but I need to know what America's choice is. <laughs> the, America doesn't vote. It's the people in the house that vote on. I don't know. It's like it's like the tackiest show there is, mm-hmm. but I'm, there's also like like a really interesting gameplay to it. So in one second it'll be like really interesting strategy, and then the next second they're all in like costumes dressed like grunge rockers, like hitting each other with pies. <laughs> do, do you get the streams? Because my mom gets the streams. Your mom gets the streams. Yes. Uh, my fifty-year-old no. mom loves this show. Yeah, I'll be I'll be watching it at like restaurants near my work, and like old people come to me and be like, "I love this show." <laughs> and uh, there's this guy on the show right now. His name is Johnny Mac. 
and yeah. everyone loves him. I think it's because he talks like this all the time. Like, and that's it. That like, sounds he's horrible. He's yeah. not. In, he's not. Another, I can't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, there's almost like nothing else about him except that he he just talks like that, and everyone's like, we want him to win. But like, he just, just doesn't do not anything. Not even saying anything interesting. Just he's kind of funny. Like, hey guys, <laughs> what exotic meats do you want to eat? <laughs> everything is. I have a kinda, bag full of Muppets. <laughs> everything's kind of funny when he talks. Use <laughs> so, Doctor Teeth. So who's gonna win? Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. How <laughs> about uh, you, Will? What have you been watching? Uh, I started watching uh, Peaky Blinders. I don't know what that is. Is that the one with Scarecrow on the Netflix? It's with Scarecrow and every other Irish actor you've ever seen. Ooh. Oh, and Dr. Yeah. Grant from uh, Jurassic Park. Speaking oh, of nice. Yeah. Oh, Al, yeah. I like yeah, I forget. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. I forget his real name. Jurassic Park and Event Horizon. Yes. I great movie. He's the Mouth of Madness. Um, Little known fact is that Sam Neill actually also did this like a series of... <laughs> Of of public service <laughs> announcements, I saw these in Australia, and he he does. Hi, I'm Sam Neil. And watch out for endorsing. <laughs> no, which I he's, assume he's, are in Australia. He's endorsing the eating of red meat. I'm not even joking. Stop eating cake. And he's like, it's like him just walking around, talk, outlining the. How, evo- like they're tying it in with like the, uh, his like Jurassic Park by him talking about evolution about eating red meat. Ex- <laughs> Look at this cow. Our brains. And It'll like, wander around alive. Yeah. If you don't eat it, it's the most. Uh, you can actually. You, you can actually look like this a up. Group of I'm not even joking. He he's like on the he's in the ad talking about it, and he's with a chimpanzee, and like there's music, and he's like holding hands with the. Ch- I'm not even joking. It I sounds s- like a fever dream. Swear, swear this chimpanzee like, will eat red meat. Are you worse I than a chimpanzee? Jurassic Park was with a monkey. He was telling everybody to eat red meat. Yeah, it sounds look, like a nightmare. Hi, I'm, I'm Sam not, Neil. Look, I'm not. It joking. sounds like you watched three movies and fell asleep. <laughs> I swear, you can look it up right now. It's like Sam Neil red meat. Sam like, Neil like, monkey would, meat. He would always punctuate it like 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 the ads. It was there were several ads by the way, at least three. <laughs> And he was like, he would always punctuate it with like red meat. We were meant to eat it. <laughs> like, I swear, it's the most bizarre Hello, thing. I'm he Sam was telling Neil. us about the other day, and he was like, uh, "Red meat helped us evolve our brains." I didn't. So say we that. should I'm eat it now. Sam Neil said that. Yeah, Sam Neil said that. But Jack, uh, Jack was saying that Sam Neil. <laughs> Confirmed. He was saying that like that's how it helped evolve our brains, but that, that that's not a reason to eat it now. And I love red meat. I ate red meat today. Is he trying but to like... evolve that monkey's brain? <laughs> <laughs> that great ape? Yeah, they're doing. I don't know. This <laughs> could be you. I don't think it was if a you are a dirty a vegetarian. You don't eat red meat. Bobo doesn't eat red meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an orangutan, not a chimp. Now that I'm recalling, it, yeah. <laughs> oh well, then yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been watching, Noah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I recently watched uh, Dunstan Checks In. I'm not sure if you know this, but Dunstan actually used to do a bunch of PSAs about eating red meat. With Sam Neill. Uh, no, I've, I fell back into the Five Nights at Freddy's hole. Uh, I've refused to play the game because it's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are you guys familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's? No, I have no that? idea what that is. It is the scariest video game ever created. 
Uh, if you want it, I'll buy it for you if you let me watch you play it because it's terrifying. <laughs> uh, That's how Noah gets off. <laughs> it started out as a... Yeah, as close, a close on or off? Cause <laughs> sh- either way. Either well, he needs you won't see me. Like a let's, so just the top, just, okay. just no shirt. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But basically, I'm in. Guys, I'm in. Uh, you are a security guard at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. You, you guys know. Uh, and uh, at night, the animatronics come to life and try to kill you. Uh, and it started out as just a simple game. They're on the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And the lore of it is so, like, in-depth now that it's just fandom is crazy. Uh, and the way the fourth one has now ended is the very last thing you do when you beat the game is a box shows up that's locked. And you have, like, a few moments to just kind of click on it. And then a message just comes up that says, I guess some things are best left forgotten for now. And then it fades to black. And uh, recently, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's came out and said, you know, when I made the first three games, I was amazed at how fast everyone like figured everything out. I can't believe no one's even come close with Five Nights at Freddy's 4. So I'm like, oh my god, I need to watch videos of this, because I'm not going to play it, it's scary, <laughs> and figure this out. So that's what I've been up to, watching a lot of Twitch so uh, now we can throw it back to you guys, and you can tell us what you're reading. So, Rob, what have you been reading? Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> I've been reading uh, a lot of X-Men comics. I just caught up on... Uh, for some podcast you do? Yeah, not even for these. <laughs> these ones are for these bozos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of X-Men comics. Been catching up with that. And, um, Saga. Saga, I've I've said this many times because it comes up a lot on this. Saga is currently in its completion on my keychain on a flash drive. Okay. Has not gotten to it. All right. All right. It's very good. Yeah, I hear it's great. (laughs) It's the best comic we've never read. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of uh, comics. Secret Wars, the Marvel Mm -hmm. event. The new Secret Wars? Yeah, Yeah, that's happening right now. And like some of those tie-ins and pretty pretty into into all that stuff. That jazz. All that jazz. (laughs) How about you, Jack? What have you been reading? I'm actually reading a book by Grant Morrison called Super Gods. It's not a oh, comic. Super it's, it's oh, Super God. It's not the comic. Because there is a, a comic word called book. Super God. No, it's a comic. It's it's not a comic. It's about comics. about the history of, of superheroes. Huh. Oh, okay. Then it's about the history of, like, of the, uh, like, you know, talks about, like, the early days where like, Superman was, like, kind of the first one. And then uh it goes it, it details the whole history the public of all the different superheroes as they've been published across and just the, the years. effect on culture that they've had yeah and like i i was um uh, i don't usually it's just cuz i love grant morrison so much i don't know yeah. do you guys know much about him yeah i know a little i'm bit. so he's changed my life <laughs> like really he's a fascinating he's person he's convinced jack that magic is real nice yeah. well y- yeah i mean the doors <laughs> was a great band <laughs> mm. it's I don't listen to those. <laughs> um, but Grant Morrison is, uh, yeah. He's, You've I, I didn't get any laughs. I just upset everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was, uh, yeah, but he's, he is a very interesting person. I was into Grant. I got into Grant Morrison through Rob and uh, just like watched some lectures by Grant Morrison. And like, like if he started a cult, I would jo- join it. No, no doubt. Like, that's why I'm reading the book is just because like I, I live on every word he says, yeah, kind of. His teachings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could start that cult. Yeah, huh? could I, be I, I'm sure there are other people. Leader. There was like a there was a, a Grant Morrison con once. Like there really was and like <laughs> all these people. Really like he talks about it in the fat man. Like a convention or just a shifty deal. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it was a convention. It was a convention. If there was going to be a cult, it would have started then, but Grant Morrison doesn't want to do that again, which I find very sad. He doesn't want to do a cult again? <laughs> Please, yeah. I want to join your cult. Yeah. I'm never again. <laughs> no, nah, he's a fascinating person. But that's why I'm reading it. Before that, I'd read the The Martian. That's probably a more interesting answer. Is I that read the I, movie that's coming. Out? Yeah, I read the Andy Weir book. I'd oh, been, the Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't heard of it until the, the movie. I, yeah, Matt I, I had in that heard book. about it, and I meant to read it for a long time, and then I heard the movie was coming out, so I'm like, oh, I gotta read this now. Mm. I read it, so I read that. I'm I'm not a big fan of stranded alone movies. Yeah, yeah. Ever since I saw Open Water. I always compare everything to open yeah. water. Especially now. any strange alone movie in space, I just, and then the predator does not show up. Yeah, it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I Everyone. actually, uh, actually did. Hundred twenty-seven hours guy. Could have no, could have had the predator show up. Predator could have showed up. That was an all right movie. Country. I actually didn't even think The Martian was that good of a book, and I'm I'm kind of interested to see how exactly they're going to adapt it to film because I don't see it as being lending itself to that medium very well. I think it's very interesting considering that just a year ago, Matt Damon played an evil astronaut that was stranded on yeah. another planet. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I don't think this is the time for this movie to come out. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what movie is that? The, this is, the Martian is like the prequel. To, 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 to Interstellar? Stellar? Yeah, it's, oh, it's not. I didn't see that. I didn't even know Matt it's Damon terrible. did it. What? From it the trailer, fun. I know that no, uh, Interstellar was an awful, so awful good. movie. No, <laughs> I thought it was okay. You're a bandwagon jumper on her. I no, I'm saying it. Anyone says something's film. bad, Rob's like, I thought it was bad too. It was a good film. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mark? Let's let's get out. <laughs> no, actually, I I thought Interstellar was 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 pretty good. Like you know, it, it, no, <laughs> no, you don't. You're wrong. What didn't you like? It was about just it? it was so heavy handed with its symbolism. Like they're off mm-hmm. they're going to space and they're like, You think there'll be evil out there? Nah. Only if like man brings evil. Now let's we go No, <laughs> no, then they say, Let's go get uh Sergeant Man from this planet. <laughs> oh my god, he's evil. Who could have guessed this unless they were listening to the conversation we just had? Sergeant John Everyman. <laughs> It yeah, was... it kind of, yeah, actually, you kind of brought me around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like... Mark, I, how about you, I'm Mark? So you still man, love yeah. it? <laughs> no, I mean, like, you raised a good point, and, like, it was... I can kind of take the good with the bad, and I can kind of, like, appreciate, like, a good film. Like, my favorite film probably... However, won't... Interstellar was not one of those <laughs> things. No, but it, there was, like, good in it, you know? You didn't think it was heartbreaking when uh, his daughter grows up without him? Yeah, but there's also a whole point where it's like they go by a planet and it's like, hey, if we go to that planet, a minute's going to be like a year. Let's not go to that planet. Good call, everyone. Let's get let's get on that whole saving humanity thing and not waste time going to the time warp planet. I mean, it's not that it's. I don't think that's that dumb of a thing to do. They had to find the guy. Well, I mean, no, because the one guy's like, okay, I'll tell you what, you guys go down there. If you spend 45 minutes there, it'll be like 25 years. I'm going to stay here and do math problems while you're gone. Good luck. (laughs) What a horrible thing. (laughs) Or we can go to this other planet that's like a few hours away. It was. And no predator, guys. How about that? I mean, you can kind of poke holes in like a lot of sci-fi films and like the logic they do, and like, but <laughs> yeah. Also, there's no space travel. Huh? <laughs> there's no interdimensional space travel right now. Yeah. Well, I still kind of like. <laughs> it. 
I didn't actually hear what he said, so like I don't know how to respond. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt too embarrassed. To, I like that you were gonna try though. Yeah, I was too embarrassed. I I bet I have an argument for this. I was just thinking about the Predator doing ads for red meat. <laughs> I, I just I like heavy sci- sci-fi. Like I like sci-fi. Like my favorite books of all time are the Dune series by Frank Herbert, mm-hmm. um, and not not the Sun's work with Kevin J. Anderson. I hate all that. <laughs> that stuff's it's drivel. But uh, I like heavy sci-fi. That's kind of grounded in reality. And like Interstellar tries to be, mm. and like, and it might not get all of it right, but the overall tone of it. It's tr- it, it's like it's kind of there, and if you kind of switch off, if you kind of just go through the film and enjoy it, like it's it's kind of there. Like I really love Prometheus. Like I love Prometheus. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> I don't see. So we're gonna microphone <laughs> over there. <laughs> I really like Prometheus. I like the tone of it. I don't think there's anything like like about it that was like astoundingly inaccurate scientifically. Uh, <laughs> nothing, no, like nothing, nothing. Like, what? What? No, like no, the fact Charlie Sharon couldn't run in a different direction. That is one thing, but that's not like a big science. Uh, th- that's not a glaring that she doesn't know how planes that, that work. Can be explained away by the fact that she plan was to wipe out humanity. It didn't work, and then two thousand years later, they were like, "Oh, what happened to that Earth? Oh crap! We sent Gary to wipe them out. Two thousand years. The His whole, wife's gonna be so pissed. The whole, we never checked up. The whole point of that element of the film that that they, that that, that there was all the confusion about it is that they don't understand what's going on. And that's adds that to me added yeah, to the I film. Do. The confusion. Because <laughs> I've read all the expanded universe crap. I know who those guys are. But the, actually, that the Prometheus kind of bulldozes over all that. Canon. Yeah, real crappily. <laughs> but it like years of work, and he's just like, I, like, I know better. I'm aware of what like in the in the expanded universe of that of the in the alien works. It's <laughs> the space jock is very different, and but like Prometheus, like was really Scott didn't like that canon, so he tried. <laughs> So you really want to ruin it. I actually, and I, I, I guys also never like find Prometheus. out what I'm playing. I don't remember anything <laughs> about it. I like Prometheus a lot. I don't remember anything about uh, anything about it really, except uh, there's a guy in white makeup. He's yep. standing on a he's standing on a waterfall. I thought that looks pretty cool. And Didn't uh, Tom Hardy play Whalen. I don't know. But no. no, Guy Pierce. I'd already I forgotten that Charlie Sterling was in the movie, too. That is a. I have an interest. Like, Are first of all. Me out right now? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I have, I have the answer get to this, this theory question. In. Anyway. I have the answer <laughs> to this question. I know why. Well, Guy Pierce played him because originally they were going to have him actually appear young. As a, in, as a younger. Because, uh, like. As a younger Pierce, as a younger version of Wayland in his own dreams, when uh, mm-hmm. David, uh, when uh, David, Michael Fassbender's character was going to communicate with him, and also, I think in the Blade Runner sequel, which they're doing, uh, they're actually going to do a shared universe thing where uh, Blade Runner actually exists in the same universe as Prometheus and Alien, and Wayland will actually appear as a character in the next Blade huh. Runner, and will be played I, by actually, Guy Pierce. I n- we'll never finish this, but that's a. A theory that I've read that Terminator, Alien, well, because uh, the Alien mm. computer systems are all are Cyberdyne systems, yeah. and that Blade Runner is in the same universe. Blade Runner is Earth while Aliens going on in space, mm. so they're yeah. all in the same universe. I think they're I think they're going to go in that direction. That's I think everybody, theory, everybody's doing the shared to. universe thing. Yeah. Everybody's doing the f- shared universe right. thing. You're not terrible. I'm ba- back to Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> 
What's happening? We might have to do a separate podcast where we talk about Prometheus. I have so <laughs> many things to yell. I can yeah. make a list. But we have 10 minutes of podcast left. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what are you reading? Batman. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you were trying to read all of it, actually. Uh, the new one where, uh, where Joker and Batman kill each other in a knife fight. And uh, Batman's Spoilers. Replaced, he's replaced by Jim Gordon as a robot. It's pretty great. That sounds... Wait. Robo Gordon. Well, it's him in a robot suit. Yeah, it's yeah. a... Okay. No, no, no. It's not a no, replicant. You're already ruining it. Leave it at <laughs> Robo Gordon, and that's where my... Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be here next week. We yeah, yeah. I, I, skip, skip. Yeah. Do you get, have you guys been playing a video game you really, really want to talk about? No. No. I... Don't play video games. Awesome. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> it's game time. Let's do a game. Yeah. Game. Uh, our prize this week, uh, I got four comic books for you. I got Transformers versus G.I. Joe. Good I choice. got Teen Titans Go. I got Avatar The Last Airbender. And I got the Monster Hunter Survival Guard with boobies. What did you guys bring? Uh, we brought uh, Groot number one. We actually interviewed the uh, the writer of Groot number one for our podcast. Oh wow! Yeah. So Jeff you get if you win the 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 comic, then you can uh, hear what he has to say about the first appearance of Groot, the character. Oh wow, that's way cool. Yeah. Uh, Archie's pals and gals. <laughs> I went one forty five. I went to the comic <laughs> shop and bought the uh, Archie comic with the most like pervious cover. Uh, for those that are listening, uh, Archie and his buddies are at the the beach, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Moose is saying uh, Moose is like throwing a frisbee behind his back, and Archie's like, "Look what Moose can do behind his back!" And Reggie's kissing Midge, Moose's girlfriend. Ah, he goes, his back. Look what I can do behind his back. I also like that Moose is wearing shorts the same color as his skin, and uh, Midge yeah. is wearing a shirt that says Midge, <laughs> so you know it's Midge. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, Walking Dead number one. Uh, Marvel Zombies number one, Old Man Logan number one, House of M number one, uh, Dark Knight Returns number one, and Year One number, number one. Oh wow! Nice. All is like that, the the one dollar comics essential things. Yeah, the essentials. So uh, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize as well. What did you guys bring this week? We got a copy of Mean Girls on DVD. We have Mass Effect, The Art of Mass Effect, and Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo, uh, which is no blood. Yeah. Just saying. Can't turn it on. Uh, so, guys, uh, I need you to choose. Uh, <laughs> what you want? Oh, and a... A uh, playmat of... A, a Vanguard playmat. The Vanguard? <laughs> it's a, he says it's a playmat. Is that yours, Oops. or does that belong to the you, store? Yeah, did you just take that? Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Let's do Mortal Kombat. All right, huh? Mortal Kombat, come on up here. I also need you to choose one of your, uh, one person to be your champion of the three of you. I can do it. All right, see? <laughs> Mark showing good, Confidence. uh, good, Confidence. <laughs> good leadership. I want to go out. I'm, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, put me out there. Mark I'm like is, Jason Mark Todd. I want to Mark. die and come back all jaded Mark and teenage already. angst and angry at my father, my surrogate father. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, I need two of you to leave so so our, our audience oh. member can use that microphone. <laughs> I liked your argument. <laughs> Jack has given up on uh, on his argument. Introduce yourself, uh, special audience member. Hey, what's up? It's me, Ramon. I'm here all the time. Let's hey, go. Hey, Ramon. Welcome back on the show. What game are we playing? Uh we were going to do the push-up is right, and it's a number game, and you'd have to do push-ups, but we don't have time for that. Yeah. So Sounds we're terrible. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Otherwise, Jack would have had to be subbed in. Jack is in way yeah. better shape. Well, it was going to be one person does the trivia and the other person has to do the push-ups, oh, okay. uh, but we don't have time, so we're just going to do... a contest. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do rapid-fire Price is Right. If you are the closest without going over on all these comic book questions, you'll get a point, and whoever has the most points at the end will win. All right? Ramon, we're going to start with you on this one. Sure. Uh, the number of characters who have been members of the Fantastic Four? Uh, six. Six. Um, Mark. Ten. Ten. Oh, thank you. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> Price is right skills. <laughs> Points for Will. There's been 19 members. Holy. Right, we'll start with Mark on this one. The issue of the Green Lantern where John Stewart first appears. Um, John Stewart first appears. Is it the number Craig or Kilborn, is it the... Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's during a Hard Traveling Heroes, Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Mm, I'm going to say... I already know a troubling amount. Uh, 70. 70. Will? 50. 50. One. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it is actually uh, issue number 87. That's a point from Mark. <laughs> Will? According to moviebodycount.com, the number of people who die in Batman begins. Three. Three. Ramon. Uh, 27. 27. Mark. Uh, four. <laughs> Good price is right, skills. <laughs> the correct answer is 18. You son 18. of a bitch. I mean, you got Joe Chill and his parents, so there's three right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going for <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll start with Will, and we'll go the other way this time. Uh, Will, Spider-Man debuted in Amazing Fantasy number 15. How much is it worth if it's in mint condition? $45 million. 45 mil. <laughs> you know what's sad? That's we, what I'd pay. We played this on our podcast of yeah. how much Amazing Fantasy 15 is worth. <laughs> really? And, uh, this yeah. exact question? <laughs> this exact question? <laughs> I uh, don't remember. Um, Let's go with... Uh, Fifty million. Fifty million. One dollar. Ramon with a point <laughs> on one dollar. It is worth two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Oh wow. That's that's way more reasonable yeah. than what we said. <laughs> Wait, why did you even say <laughs> Mark, how many types of kryptonite are there? Five. Five types of kryptonite, Ramon. Six. Six types of kryptonite. Four. That's a point for Ramon. There are eight types of kryptonite, wow. including pink kryptonite, which makes you gay. Oh, right. I remember that. <laughs> that is true. Comics Ramon. Are terrible. Yep. Uh, how many Ant-Men have there been? Three. 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 Well, it's, it's Will's turn now. Oh, it's, it's, um, <laughs> are we counting alternate realities? It's still Will's turn. Oh. <laughs> we can't copy Ramon. Four. Uh. Five. Uh, there has been Hank Pym, Scott Lang, Chris McCarthy, and Eric O'Gandy. Great. There's, there's been four. Nice. Uh, which puts us perfectly at a tie. <laughs> so uh, we'll do closest. You can go over now, just for fairness. We'll start <laughs> oh, with Ramona yeah. go the other way. Uh, currently, how many issues of Walking Dead are there? 105. 105. Mark? Uh, 130. 130. 230. <laughs> That makes Mark our winner. There's 145 yeah. issues of The Walking Dead. Ramon, thank you so much for playing. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thanks for having me on. 
All right, guys, you can come back up here. Uh, we are super running out of time. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Introducing the First Appearance Podcast. We drop our episodes uh, kind of like 1130 every Sunday night. So Monday morning, you can check out that show. Uh, this week, we're going to be doing Men of War number one. Exo Men of War? No, Men of War. It's like a war comic they tried to do when they started the New 52. Uh, but check out our podcast. Um, the, uh, the Kevin Keller episode is unusually good. <laughs> um, it's Higher a than our normal it's an Archie comic where uh, Jack midway through realizes that he's a jughead in the darkest way possible, and uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent, Will. Anything to add? Uh, no, not this week. All right. Uh, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Uh, also, we have upcoming shows. Uh, on the third, we will have Matt Haggerty from High Note Humor and also the Sam Morell Show, which I'll talk about later. Uh, we are canceled on September 10th. And then on September 17th, we're going to have Matt Flowers from the Courier Post here. It's going to be fantastic. Also, the Sam Morell Show is the 18th of uh, September. It's going to be at the Tap Room Bar and Grill. Tickets are just $20. You can get the all the information at the information in this podcast. Talking is hard. And finally, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be daredevil to me. This is the Bus 2 Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Diplodocus. I thought of another one, Diplodocus. <laughs>